0: This is Season 3, Episode 26, and I'm your host, Kirk Buckner, high atop the mountaintop of Mount Manitoba, and I can't
1: do this without Evan Nolan, the king of Chicago. I'm high atop the mountaintop of the flat, second flattest state in the Union.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually say this from a much flatter province, I'm pretty sure.
1: Actually, is that the second... Flattest state, is it? Illinois is the second flattest state. Here's your trivia question. What is the flattest state in the United States?
0: I'll guess Indiana.
1: Ohio. Florida. Well, that makes sense. Look okay. at I think the difference between low point and high point is only like four or 500 feet. Look at that. Florida.
0: Learning all the time. I love it.
1: I love this. And I thought we could start off with
0: congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche. 100%. And hockey in general, Evan, because no disrespect to your Celtics and the and the series with the Warriors, but
1: hockey playoffs, hockey playoffs were better. They just were better. Don't have to say they were more fun. It, All they long are.
0: Long. It, it's been phenomenal to watch. I'm so happy to be back in Canada because my hockey fever is just back. And so my opening question to you is, and I, I know I've got a couple answers. Who do you think the win by the Colorado avalanche helps the most in terms of the hockey hall of fame? I'll
1: tell you who it hurts the most. Whoever has to take care of that Stanley cup. Cause those guys have been drunk and falling over with that thing all over the place. Math every <laughs> year. I mean like, <laughs> oh, okay. My, my favorite thing too, right. It's like, so they're bringing out the Stanley cup and they got the
0: white glove treatment. Like, 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 like that thing hasn't been like covered in piss. You're not protecting the cup. You're protecting your fucking hands is what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. So I'll tell you who's who got the biggest boost, I guess, in opinion around the league, honestly. Um future leaves retiree number Nazem kadri Yes. Went from somebody who a lot of people hated to who, somebody who's gonna get a lot of money. kadri and I and I said this before, he was on my feet,
0: on a pass elevator up uh at 31. Which is not typical. You do not have your best year at 31. I don't know what he's got in his tank. I really don't. But this has been a great fit for him. Kadri
1: legal is now... legal weed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but God, Kadri is now a well-known guy. And he really wasn't before. Uh, despite sort of like playing for the, Magab- for the Mecca in Toronto. Uh, so Kadri has really elevated like he's somebody who i said would have said like like why are you debating this guy he has just like a really nice career and it's a great story as the first muslim hockey player
1: uh but, but he was shipped out of toronto because they didn't think he was a winning player and then they stripped him to uh, shipped out toronto to the colorado and not only as a winning player he now has t-shirts with too many men on the ice because he can't not troll people because he's not some cadre he so, that was hilarious
0: the, this the, is yeah, not yeah. the cadre i remember, I remember. so no. for me watching him sort of like really, really come up I, I love it uh so i don't i think we What at the end of the day it's going to be like another clove the mule mm. you know but i i don't see him ever getting in but we're going to talk about it and that's always good uh a lot of others that i think that it helps uh well here here's somebody who joined the club the Bobby Orr and Nicholas Lidstrom.
1: Mm,
0: Makar? Yep. As the the only person to win the Norris and the Smythe in the same year.
1: It's pretty impressive. (sighs) Holy crap, is it impressive. And he's not even 23. Mm -hmm. Yeah, someone was putting that he has the opportunity to be better than Orr and people were freaking out online. Probably not true, but... No, he's
0: not going to be better than Bobby Orr. There will never be another Bobby Orr who I will maintain is the greatest hockey player ever.
1: Okay, at least we I agree on something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. I'm a I'm a firm believer in that. I'm just saying there are people saying that online. I don't think they're going to get there anyway. But just the fact that certain people think that's a possibility, there's no reason he can't get in the top five defensemen of all time. You no, know, it's interesting. Like
0: all this time I've known you, I did not know that that you thought Bobby Orr was the greatest player of all time. All right, so we got a road trip. The
1: only, the only, it's not in my house, it's in my uh, office. The only signed piece of sports memorabilia I have is a framed picture of Bobby Orr winning the Stanley Cup in 1970 that Bobby Orr signed to Evan, best luck with everything, Bobby Orr. And he meant it, I'm sure. 100%. So (laughs) it's up on on the wall in my office. So
0: I'm going to have to take you to, well, I haven't been, but the Bobby Orr Museum in Perry Sound. Okay. Yeah, which which would be a
1: good little road trip. Yeah, it, actually, there was something on the line the other day that said, what is the best player for your franchise who is drafted by the franchise and never played for anybody else? And uh, so mm-hmm. I was thinking Bobby Orr, but Orr of course, played no, 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 for the Blackhawks, but, uh... but he wasn't drafted anyway. Um, well, he so also didn't on... play completely for Boston either. Right, he ended up in, because of Alan Eagleson, he ended up, in, mm-hmm. uh, ended up in Chicago at the end of his career. Uh, but I was going through all that, and I think the answer, by the way, because the draft didn't start until after or. I think the answer for the Bruins is Patrice Bergeron. You're
0: probably right. I'd have to look everything up. Yeah, it was, it was yeah.
1: interesting going through everything. Like, it, some of them were easy. Like, for the, for the Patriots, it's just John Hannah. Mm. Like, that's easy. For the Celtics, it's Larry Bird. Because, uh, again, they didn't draft um, Bill Russell, right? They didn't? No, it was a trade. He was drafted by someone else that traded. Before he played for anybody else, okay. drafted. Uh, and then the, uh, the, who am I forgetting? The Patriots, the South, oh, the Red Sox is probably Jim Rice because again, Ted Williams was no draft for them. Yaz wasn't drafted either. So it's just interesting going through, like seeing who it could be for each franchise because they're not necessarily people you think of. Mm-hmm. So, well, and also too, uh,
0: you know, going back to Colorado, we got Nathan Sorry. McKinnon, who's now yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, this is huge for him. Uh, Miko Rattan, and I'm, I'm, I know I'm butchering that name, right? Right. He was actually, yeah, he was actually the leading scorer,
2: Mm.
0: the leading scorer for Colorado this year. I mean, I don't know, like it wasn't necessarily the best postseason for him, but he's a champion and that name is on Stanley Cup and that's Mm -hmm. not coming off.
1: Well, unless he gets involved in a sex scandal and they put X's through it, so. <laughs> oh yes,
0: I guess that that, that can
1: happen. Yes, I, I'm not expecting that from him. I'm just saying that's the only way I know of that something could come off. So. Oof.
0: Oof, oof, oof. But yeah, so congratulations. I know that's sort of a premature elevator up, but I thought that was sort of like worth uh, worth opening with everything. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, My smorgasbord of shit, it's very, very small. Now, do you remember, now, kids, do you remember last week when Kirk said he was going to, like, try to dedicate more time to women's sports? Uh Uh-oh. I did. All right. Didn't work out too good. So I went on, I think, the worst website, sports website ever. WNBA.com. Oh, it's worse than SI.com? I I don't know, because I don't go to SI.com.
1: SI.com is for, they wonder why they're, subscriptions are down si.com is so badly put together
0: okay so i'm a we're, we're stat geeks right mm-hmm. okay so when you click on the stats for wnba.com do you get stats not really I'm guessing, I'm guessing from the tone of voice no okay well two days ago when i went on it you couldn't go you couldn't find stats it was just sort of like a list of all the players and then okay you know, because I I, I want to know. Okay, who's the biggest? Who's the best rebounder? Do they incorporate advanced stats like win shares, PER, stuff like that? Mm-hmm. I, I want to sort of like get into that. Well, they got nothing, and then they, then they, then the day after, which made it even weirder. They just had stats for that day. Mm. Yeah, Do you want fans or not? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, there's a lot of geeks like me who just love all that stuff. Who love numbers? Give me the numbers. I don't care. I'm not going to look compare Diana Taurasi to what Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd used to do or Steve Nash. I just want to see where they are in that level. Give me that. I mean, Basketball Reference does does this, which which is good, but on your own goddamn website you can't do this
1: yeah it sounds so good
0: you can't also give me like like regular day-to-day stories oh somebody's dealing with an injury no it's everything's got to be well you know somebody did something now big for social justice and here's some new lesbian fashion
1: you're kind of niching yourself i mean you're not the then you're not the fan they're out to get so Yes,
0: I am the fan there. I, I guess I suppose that is true because you're I'm the exactly fan they don't have the fan. They want to get
1: that is true. So
0: do this. It's not like it's not like doing all this other stuff, like just doing hardcore news and just like, how oh, better game recaps. Maybe <laughs> there's a thought. Mm-hmm. No. I almost had a song prepared. Oh, geez. I didn't though. I, I pulled. Off, I pulled away from it. Uh, there's a Gilligan's Island episode feature where they were uh, some knockoff of the Beatles called the Mosquitoes land on the island. Okay. By the way, you can vote for the Mosquitoes on the fictitious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Oh, I was so I was thinking about this the other day. Like, um, so my son's favorite band is uh, right now Outcast. He's huge into Outcast as a seven-year-old uh, white kid from the suburbs. Um, interesting. Who all? Yeah, that's a very interesting nice. band. I was thinking the Heya video. Mm-hmm. They call themselves the Love Below from the Heya video. So I guess it would be technically because they're on British TV for that video, like pretending to be the Beatles again, which is where I thought of this. So I think the Love Below might would be a fictitious band. Yes, it would. From that video. So just for the future, it's another one to throw on there. I like it. Yeah, I and do you have, that.
0: And I keep asking, do you have Love Handle? I do, but I mean, like, my wife likes it.
1: <laughs> not muffin top. Uh, love handle. <laughs> no, I don't I, I don't. I don't think I know who that is. Okay, that's from uh, Phineas and Ferb. So okay, then, definitely not. You need, not, that, that's you need to stuff. throw them on there too. They're like the band that everybody likes from Phineas and Ferb. They're the you have the Phineas love and Ferb burger. version of the Beats. Anyway, sorry. Love burger is there. Love burger, nice. Yes.
0: Who wants a love burger? Well done. But uh, yeah, so I was gonna anyway on that episode. Uh, Ginger Marianne and Mrs. Howell, they sort of, they uh, they they were the honeybees and then they sing. You okay. need me, you need me, and I was gonna do the whole thing just like and I was gonna sing this to the WNBA. You need me, you need, but I don't think there's really nothing I can possibly sell them that's gonna make them want a 50-year-old white straight dude. You never know, you never know, but WNBA, you need me. You need me. Actually, actually, who they need
1: is uh, Ted from the web to get the web stuff better. <laughs> Ted, you hear that? I mean, like, just insert something into that because
0: I don't know ever notice. Sometimes he just inserts things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. So anyway, yes.
1: all right. Yeah. Well, so so WNBA, that's all, WNBA. That's it. That's my. WNBA. Shoes. Just get a better website than Sports Illustrated. It shouldn't be that hard.
0: Or just treat yourself like a real fucking sport. How about that? Now it also help. I made I, I I was doing I was doing I was going to do prep work before I watched the game. And then I watched the game and I fell asleep. But <laughs> I did try. I did try. Wimbledon's going to be a lot easier for me cuz I am more interested in the women's game. But There you go. Yeah. All right, so that's it. It's a pretty easy smorgasbord. Uh
1: I guess we can just go go right into those we lost,
0: huh?
1: Yeah. Uh it wasn't it wasn't in- it wasn't a big week this week for folks. I will say oh, that. Oh. But before you do that, i yeah. just want to point out what I'm wearing today. I got, because it's Canada Day as
0: we're recording. So I got my Team Canada baseball jersey.
2: Mm.
0: Yes.
1: Or for, or for those who don't care about Canada, happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Yes. Well, here's the thing about Bobby Bonilla Day that we don't talk about enough. Bobby Bonilla actually has two of these. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he gets paid one point one two million million and change.
2: Yeah,
1: every uh, from it's uh, uh, July first of two thousand eleven through two thousand thirty five. Right, but he also gets paid five hundred thousand dollars by the Baltimore Orioles, started in two thousand six and runs through twenty twenty six. On another day, it's just not the first of July. I He's had no idea. Two of these. His agent used to work in the insurance industry. So this guy must be your hero, though. Uh, this guy's amazing I like just absolutely brilliant that he he Bobby Bonilla retired retired in 19 or last he played was for the St. Louis Cardinals in 2001 last to play for the Mets was in 1999 mm-hmm. and he's getting paid at least 1.6 million every year from his playing career until 2026 and then another 1.1 to 1.12 uh, 1. until he turned 72 years old in 2035. Cheers brother. That's awesome. Good for him.
0: Uh, so, I, 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 th- I don't know if that's what Kurt Flood
1: had in mind, but. <laughs> I can only hope that's what Kurt Flood had in mind. I just hope oh. Kurt Flood was like, you know what we need? We need free agency and annuitizing of buyouts of contracts.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know whether he'd be disgusted or just laughing his ass off. I really don't know.
1: Here's the crazy thing. They owed him $5.9 million. In 2001. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I know but this. They pay that, that, yep. They're paying him essentially $27 million over 25 years. Do you, do you remember the reason they did this? If I remember right,
0: and I could be wrong, uh, I think they were trying to, like, uh, clear up some space so that they could trade for someone. Else. Or Am I right or no?
1: They actually were putting money in the, into uh, a can't lose money thing run by uh, the Madoff family. <laughs> And so really? they, thought they thought the return that they'd be getting would greatly outpace. Wow. So this is Bernie Madoff. Oh, my God. Yeah, I weren't talking about Bobby Bonilla Day, but no one talks about why Bobby Bonilla Day. Yeah, so they did this because they were giving money to Bernie Madoff and expected to make way more money off of the investment. And let's just say did not turn out as well as originally anticipated. The cool thing is with the new Mets owner, mm-hmm. the Mets are talking about honoring him next July 1st in the stadium for Bobby, having Bobby Bonilla day be July 1st, 2023. Uh, and they, mm-hmm. and Steve and Steve Cohen came out today on Twitter. as like, happy Bobby Bonilla day to everyone who celebrates.
0: Why not? I think that's what was my Twitter thing. You know, I was a Canadian I got to say happy, Can- like a happy Canada day. But the sports fan in me really wants to celebrate Bobby Bonilla Day. I wish Bonilla was a Blue Jay so that I could get a Blue Jay Benia jersey.
1: They, but alas, it is not. You could probably order that, special order that online. And people are like, did Bobby Benia play for the Blue Jays? That would be fun. That would it's only, like, yeah. You know, like create, create retro jerseys of people that actually play for the team. You're like, Tim Salmon played for the Expos? <laughs> wow, that's about as random as you can get. I was the first thing that came to mind somehow. But can you, can you just imagine? Like you'd be like, "Wait, did did he?" I, I don't, I don't remember. Mark Kurtz atlantic was a, I don't know, I can't remember. Mark Kurtz atlantic played other than the Cubs or the Expos. So marts and he played for the Rockies. So Mark Kurtz atlantic was a Mariner. He might have been a Mariner. I don't know. And that's the thing. Nobody remembers. Yeah. Love. So, anyway. I think, I think I've come up with a very niche product that only I would enjoy. Um, anyway. And me. Yeah. And and the few people who, well, you're all listening. You love uh, it. I love expect expected John Candelaria Devil Rays jersey at some point in your life. <laughs> Somewhere, I've got a baseball card of the Candyman. Nice. I was like John Candelaria. Anyway, uh, so going to people who've died, I'm uh, not in Don Candelaria. Um we uh, we do have some uh some beige mistress activity. Oh she's she may be Miklos Sabo, who is a long distance runner who complete competed in the 5000 meters at the fifty six Summer Olympics and the 60 Summer Olympics for Hungary, passed away at the age of 93. So it's the first one in a while, we've been having like one a month. We were having like a couple of weeks before, but we're down to about one a month. So. Yeah,
0: and, for, and for newer listeners, I mean, the Beige mystery was something that Evan and I came up with when Evan noticed that, I don't know what it is, but Hungarians are dying.
1: Yeah, in 2020, Hungary must have been really, really beset by uh, COVID because there was just ridiculous numbers of them passing away every single week. So anyway. All right. So from uh, the world of ice hockey, we lost Jack Gordon, uh, who played for uh, mostly in the minor leagues. But he also was the manager of the Minnesota North Stars from 71 to 75. He was also their general manager for a while and also was the general uh, manager. He was a general manager North Stars from 74 to 78 and general manager of the Canucks from 85 to 87. Uh, he passed away at the age of 94. Wow. Good life. Yep. Um, a member of the Buffalo Bills wall of fame, mm-hmm. which is, uh, for the employees who worked a long time, Edward Ambrowski, who is the longtime trainer, 37 year trainer of the Buffalo Bills passed away at the age of 88. Uh, he was with them from, uh, he retired in 96. So whatever, uh, whatever 96 is minus 37. So he was there for all of the uh, good Buffalo years. Um,
0: Buffalo did have them kids.
1: They did. They're back. Uh, Buffalo is convinced that they've already won three Super Bowls. I've never seen it. I understand Bill's fans are very excited about their quarterback. They should be. I like that. Quarterback. And they 100% should be. But let's calm down. They're like, oh, we we scored at every drive against the Patriots. Congratulations. You beat the Patriots so you could lose to the team who lost to the team who lost the Super Bowl. Like, I get it. Like, we we were dominant for 20 years, but let's get past the second round of playoffs before we start calling ourselves.
0: I'd up. rather be a Bills fan right now than a Saints fan.
1: Oh, that's fine. The Bills, here's the thing about the Bills right now. Mm-hmm. They're an incredibly well-run organization. The Bills are going to be good for a while because they actually have people in charge who know what they're doing. I, I, I wish, uh,
0: uh, Glenn Palowski was here for that. Uh, Glenn, who uh, does the classic sports review with me. And I hope you've seen that show, kids. Evan's been a special guest, so of course you would have uh, for that one. Uh, Glenn That's and I. released one episode from the inside. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Glenn and I were talking because uh, he's got this theory that the Gulas are great football owners and completely shit at hockey. Fair. Yeah.
1: It could be worse. He's, it could be the, kind of right. the Bears. You can be the Bears owners have owned the team for generation and only are football fans and know nothing about the business. Yeah. So
0: I, th- I thought it was an interesting thing too, because we said like there's uh, someone, you know, Kim Pagula, you know, the Asian trophy wife. I know, I kind of like that. But anyway. <laughs> sorry. <Jeez>. Sorry, kid. <laughs> but uh how dare you boo her. But they will boo her at a hockey game and they won't boo her at football. Figure that one out. But it's well,
1: this, well I mean the Sabres have the second longest uh, gap between hard. playoffs. Yeah, what? playoff then, drought. What playoff droughts? Yeah, the only team with larger playoff droughts is the Mariners. Yeah, yeah. that's my it's been, accent. Been twenty years since the Mariners. It's crazy. Uh, anyway, all right, back back to our uh, mm-hmm. our people passing away yep. um, from the world of track and field. Uh, Bill Squires, who's an American track and field coach passed away at the age of 89. He's kind of a legend in the Boston area because he is the guy who trained Bill Rogers, Alberto Salazar, okay. Dick Beardsley, Greg Myers, people who were the best, the best era of long distance running in the United States mm-hmm. was under Bill Spires watch. Um, so he is also a member of the, uh, he won the Bill Bowerman award uh, from the national distance running hall of fame back in 2002 but he passed away at the age of 89. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. I missed somebody from hockey. Uh, Jim Pappen also passed away at the age of 82. A member of the last two Stanley Cup winning teams of the Maple Leafs in 64 and 67. Mm -hmm. Uh, Played with the Leafs, Hawks, Golden Seals, and Cleveland Barons, two of the great forgotten sports franchises. Um, But yeah, he was a scout for the Blackhawks after retiring. Um, and later scouted for the uh, Blues and Ducks. He actually was the uh, director of U.S. scouting for the Blackhawks at one point. Yeah, pretty good player. Yeah. Yeah, so he passed away at the age of 82. Mm. Um, From the world of music, we lost American composer and musician Bernard Bell, uh, best known for writing uh, uh, I Just Can't Handle It, uh, they or also known. I, uh, am uh, sorry. I like the way the kissing game. Remember that song? No, it's uh by High Five. Nope. Don't remember them at all. We the lead singer High Five died uh not 18 months ago. We brought him up at that point. I remember. Also High wrote, remember five, the time.
0: High Five yeah. was Fred Flintstone, and who you can vote for on the fictitious rock and roll hall. Sorry. <laughs>
1: He also wrote Remember the Time for Michael Jackson. Oh, I know that. It's Something in Common and Get Away for Bobby Brown. Okay. So he also he wrote other songs, Patti LaBelle, uh, Boy George, and and others. So, But he passed away at the age of only 57. Oof. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to figure out what he passed away. Doesn't say. He, he passed away in Teanuck, New Jersey. That's all I can tell you. And we only have one other person who specifically fits our, our thing. I'll come back to him in a second. I just want to say we had some interesting other people who passed away this week. Ooh, okay, who we got? Uh, so first, Michael Stenger, who was the Sergeant-at-Arms for the Senate during July, uh, January 6th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing, he was uh, resigned on January 7th because of what happened on the 6th. Mm-hmm. passed away of cancer at the age of 71. Uh, we lost uh, Joe Turkle. Do you remember Joe Turkle? Nope. Do you remember The Shining? Yes. you remember the bartender from The Shining? Yes. Oh, oh, okay. That's Joe Turkle. He also was in Paths of Glory, The Killing, Blade Runner, and several other films. Uh, He passed away at the age of 94. Um, We lost uh, Mary Mara, drowned in New York at the age of uh, 61. She was... uh, uh, one of those people is a lot of things, uh, Nash Bridges, ER, Law and Order, but drowning is a strange way to go. She decided to go swimming on her own uh, in, the my, in the St. Lawrence River. My greatest fear was drowning. Yeah, and that. passed away at the age of 61. Mine is plummeting from a building. I don't do balconies, in case you're wondering. Well, when you visit, I don't have one. Yeah, I work there, no balcony. I, I like your building already. Um, <laughs> we lost a couple of great painters. Uh, one of the greatest living painters, Sam Gilliam, uh, passed away at the age of 88. Uh, and one of the most mocked painters of all time, Margaret Keene, passed away at the age of 94. Why well, was she mocked? I'm not familiar with her. Uh, she was called the Wayne Newton of the art world because she was so popular with fans and so hated by critics. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, so just want to mention them quickly. I also want to mention two American heroes who passed away this week. Uh, Herschel W. Williams passed away at the age of 98. He's the last living uh, Medal of Honor winner from World War II from the United States.
0: So, you know, kind of, kind of makes you wish you would have made it a few more days to 4th of July,
1: huh? Yeah, he was for what he did at, uh, at the Battle of Iwo Jima. So, um, yeah. So, uh, let me see. Uh, he was the only surviving member of a pillbox they were holding when he was holding everybody back with a flamethrower until tanks arrived to relieve it. Crap.
0: Yeah. Man, I want to hand in my man card after hearing that.
1: Holy. Hundred percent. So, Herschel Williams. Yeah. Also passing away, one of the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, Alexander Jefferson, at the age of 100. Um, Are there any loves? I'm trying to figure it out he's he's the one uh, uh, let me see he's also a Medal of Honor winner. was he he, passed. He passed he, away the day before before Walker. So it's entirely possible they were the last two. okay yeah. But he was a hundred years old. Was he the one that Trump
0: uh, did that for? No
1: he's Bush in 2004. Oh okay because
0: there there was one I think.
1: Eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I uh, also want to bring up Sonny Barger passed away, American outlaw biker and the guy who wrote uh, wrote a book you might know of called, um, oh crap, called uh, Sons of Anarchy. Ah. He is the founding member of the Oakland chapter of the Hell's Angels Motorcycle Club and became basically the... Poster boy for the movement out in California. Jesus. A lot of tough men we lost, huh? Yeah. Passed away at the age of 83. I will say that Hell's Angels and McDonald's both started in San Bernardino, California in 1955. I have no idea why that's important, but I feel it's related somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and why, why San Bernardino, California? Because that's where Route 66 ends. So oh, okay. Chicago and ends in San Bernardino. And that's why the Hells Angels and McDonald's are both there. So, good enough theory. All right. And finally, I guess the biggest name we lost this week uh former quarterback and wide receiver, Marlon Briscoe, the magician. uh Played the AFL and NFL. Played with the Broncos, Bills, Dolphins, Chargers, Lions, and Patriots. Won two Super Bowls with the Dolphins and member of the. Uh, 1970 pro bowl and a member of the college football hall of fame mm. uh, for what he did at Nebraska Omaha.
0: Yeah, I we'll, we'll wonder what uh division Nebraska is going to be. Right, oh, we'll get
1: to, we'll get to that. Later. I know we are. I know we are. I'm I'm sort of like I'll, I'll tell you right now party. what I'll tell you right now what it is. It's the left out division. Founded by Iowa State. So, nice. Back when they had 64 teams in the five major divisions, Iowa State was a 64th seed. So,
0: Well, let's get to something more related to everything. The Hockey Hall of Fame has now announced the, t- the class of 2022. Not of 2021 and 2022, as I thought maybe they could have done, but they didn't. And it's a pretty good class, especially if you're a fan of the Vancouver Not winning Stanley Cups? Hmm? Not winning Stanley Cups? That's true. But, so here we got got uh, Daniel Sedin, Patrick Sedin. We knew they were going to get in first ballot. They did. Mm-hmm. Uh, former Hart winner. That That's pretty much all you need to know. Uh, and the other one won a Ted Lindsay, which is the Hart version for, by the players. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty happy. Well, I don't know that I'm that invested in I'm not a Canucks fan, but Sedin's are in. And then Roberto Luongo also in first
1: ballot noted pumper of tires oh sorry non-pumper of tires so first thoughts Just um one. i i enjoyed their work in the 2011 Stanley cup finals all three mm-hmm. of them um i do have to say i'm not sure which of the scenes but his face is incredibly punchable and he won't do anything about it well, they're twins yeah, well, no, it was uh, it was in the Stanley Cup Finals when uh, okay. Marshawn was just punching, I think it was Daniel in the face over and over and over again. He was just taking it. Um, but no, seriously, um, Luongo, I mean, we all knew the Sedin Twins were getting it. The whole Sedin Twins thing is weird and amazing at the same time. It is. Like they were drafted sec- sec- first and second or second and third overall, I can't remember. Well, the fact that
0: they even were able to pull that off.
1: Yeah, the Canucks drafted a set of Twins were both ridiculously good together. Kept them on the same team same for their time. entire careers. What? In the same line. In the same line. Had them retire the same year, and then they all went to the Hockey Hall of Fame the same year.
0: I, I think I was talking about this with Vinny Las Benuso, who does uh, another show with us. It's called Vinny Makes the Hall of Fame Case for... Because you never know who it's going to be. Uh, and we were we were saying, it's like, this would be one of the weird times when... Could you see them sort of like going up for their induction together?
1: Mm -hmm. Why not? And finishing each other's sandwiches? I mean, sentences? (laughs) No, but at this point, I mean, like, what's
0: one going to say that the other isn't? Mm. You know, it'll be weird. I'm
1: the handsome one. (laughs) Here, So, yeah. So, but yeah, three. And we had a third suite go in as well. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll let you talk about him. He's your boy. yeah, yeah. Daniel Alfredson. Uh, I've been
0: sort of pushing for him for a long time. Uh, and say what you want about the Ottawa Senators, and I, I say a lot. I'm an Ottawa Senators fan. Uh, there aren't many of us, but I'm one. Uh, Alfredson was the best player by far of this team. It's a young team, I know that, but he was damn good.
1: Yeah, but re- remember what's what's up my count, o- count cut off for having a Hall of Fame?
0: Pierre Turgeon.
1: No, 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 no. In terms of for a franchise for years. What's your for a fran- Yeah. So how many years does a franchise need to be in existence? Oh, 25 can- years. Yeah, 25. And, uh, they've been around since 93. Right. So they've got the 25 years. He's the greatest player in their team's history. I got no problem with that. Yeah, and, and by far.
0: Uh, yes, Ottawa struggled in the playoffs for years. Only made the finals once. But, you know, Alfie, six-time All-Star, one-time uh, postseason All-Star. Like, he's got the credentials based on what we know. Internationally, he's also a champion. Mm-hmm. And that does matter. That also helps the Sedins. That also helps Luongo, who was incredible in the Olympics. And that shit matters. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a problem with that. I I like looking at the reaction from people. And mostly it was against, uh, it was like, well, Pierre Tur, not Turgeon, sorry. God, sorry. McGilney, will Alf- Alexander McGillney was the one that most people McGil- thought were snuff. McGilney's
1: getting in, though. I feel like Alfredson McGillney and Turjan and are, like, the kind of the same level, and they pulled one of them out.
0: I think Alfredson getting in is huge for McGillney. Yeah. Really good. Uh, but there's two other people they inducted, and I got to admit, one of them, I was I didn't know who she was. Uh, crap. What's her name? I don't even remember her name. I'm, that's how prepared I am.
1: Uh, Rika, Rika, Rika Salonen.
0: Yeah, okay. So I'm thinking like uh, when that name was announced, like who the hell is that? And then I look her up. And I think because like when I watch women's hockey, admittedly it's Canada versus USA. That's generally all I'm really caring about. I don't really pay attention to any other game because Canada is going to win against virtually anyone else. The United States is going to win against virtually anyone else this woman is probably the best hockey player not in north america and she's been doing it for decades
2: mm-hmm.
0: her first international medal was in 1993 her last one was in 2019
1: it's a long time
0: how is that even possible it's yogurish yes oh that's a great oh, yes absolutely Uh, She she never played in any North American League. And to be fair, there really wasn't any North American League. Right. She didn't really have a bunch of a choice. Right. But she had, there was like one season in in her Finnish league. And again, I I can't speak on the level of competition, but she was averaging like three and a half points a game. Mm -hmm. Who does that? So, nobody had her pegged. I think a lot of people who thought the women's inductee would be Jennifer Botterill. That's who I thought. And I got no problem with this after
1: learning more about her. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's it's hard to argue that she's the greatest European women's hockey player. Here's the other interesting thing: she's
0: only the third Finnish hockey player to get in.
1: Timu and who's the other one? Oh crap! <laughs> oh, I just looked it up. Uh, it's right here: Yari Curry. Okay, Curry. Yeah. Okay. So
0: she's the third. She when Finland put their together their own hockey Hall of Fame in two thousand eight. She was first ballot. She was already still playing. Mm-hmm. Like if if there was ever going to be a really good North American league, which probably won't happen. But she would have been in that team if there would have been like an original sex of women's hockey. She'd be there. Mm-hmm. She would have been there. She would have been there for God knows how long. Twenty five years conceivably. Mm-hmm. So. My first thought was eh? to like, yes, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the other person is a builder, Herb Carnegie. Uh, I, rem- I learned about him years ago, but her- he predates Willie O'Ree. And we talked a lot about Willie O'Ree on previous shows. Uh, Willie was the first uh, African-American to play, or I like guess African-Canadian to yeah. play in the NHL. Carnegie, Carnegie could have been that person 15 years earlier hmm Uh Herb had a tryout with the Rangers and they offered him uh a deal, a minor league deal, which he turned down because he was making more money playing semi-pro in Quebec. <laughs>
2: uh
0: which just, you know, sign of the times. So mm-hmm. he potentially could have been the first person to break uh the color barrier. Although again in hockey, it's not like was there one or there they didn't, it's hard to say. Uh yeah, because Conn Smythe, now this story has been disputed or it, or it's either true or not. Apparently, allegedly, Conn, uh, he saw him, was it Conn Smythe or do I have the name wrong? I might have it wrong. Let me get that right here before I forget. Okay. Yeah, I want to say it's con It is, okay. So Conn Smythe, who owned the Leafs, apparently in, uh, allegedly, in 1938, this is allegedly, said that, like, he, had, he saw him play in, in and said, like, uh, I, I pay $10,000 to make him white. Whether that's true or not, I don't know.
1: Uh, it still would have been the nicest thing kind Kennesaw of Mountain Landis ever said.
0: <laughs> right, true. But what he did afterwards, like, he still worked in hockey. So the, mm-hmm. he wasn't just a trailblazer. He, like, he, he coached, he built, he built everything. He was a pioneer of industry. The man did so much, not just for Black Canadians, but just for people. Like this is a phenomenal choice as a builder, and it, it's fascinating to me how hockey, in some ways, is ahead of the curve. Mm. Which is the whitest sport of all of them. Figure that one out. I can't. Curling would like a mo- would like a moment.
1: Um, <laughs> <they're
0: wrong. laughs> In terms of being the whitest, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. But it's on, is, is curling really a major sport? Sorry, Canada.
1: I know. I, like I said, my backyard is just long enough and wide enough to have a perfect curling rink in the winter. I'm just trying to figure out how to make it work.
0: All right,
1: there you so, go. So, so before, here, oh, sorry, go ahead. I yeah, said so before we get off of this, you know, say congratulations first. But then once we get that, we'll go to there. Next thing.
0: Yeah, I just want to say congratulations to the six new members of the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, all well deserved, and yeah, uh, i won't I won't, tour, I won't tune into the so, to the the event though because I really don't care what the city insects.
1: Yeah. So. so here's here's my uh, question for you, trivia question. Sure. Who is the last male American elected to the National Hockey League Hall of Fame?
0: feel like this should be easy.
1: I can tell you, like, the top Americans who aren't in. I don't know. I'm counting up something first. So there have been 28 non-Americans since Phil Housley was elected in 2015. Phil, how- Phil Housley? and Angela Ruggiero were elected in 2015. Wow. Okay. So that's how long it's been since then so well they found a way to put Guy Carboneau and Sergei Zuboff in
0: (laughs) during that time so because I guess the Hockey Hall of Fame had a lot like the committee they had a lot of cost. Dallas Stars stands but to be fair those two have more Stanley Cups
1: than the big four that got in this year that is true but that that team I think we went through it when they got in that 1999 Dallas Stars team I believe now has seven or eight Hall of Famers on it something like that Madonna, B- Hull, Carbono, Zubov, Newandike. New Newandike. Yeah, there's th- a ridiculous number for that one team. Mm-hmm. So, certainly crazy. more than the Patriots are going to get out of their whole dynasty. So, <laughs> oh God, isn't that true? I and mean, maybe by the time we're done. That's crazy. All right, I got to look that up.
0: All right. Uh, I've got, uh, I, I kind of did elevator up, elevator down, but I'm going to have a weird elevator up just to continue that. And for those who are important, no I just sort of let's say, like, let's look at the last week and who made a better Hall of Fame case. I think I can't remember if we talked about it. I know Andrea and I talked about that on my other award-winning show. How the hell did this go number one?
1: Hey, blatant self-promotion is fine. Don't <laughs> kick your head at me. Blame's, blatant self-promotion is the name of our band, so we're fine. <laughs> Ooh,
0: I like that. I like that. So, someone who just set history as the number as the first as the oldest person ever to go number one in the United Kingdom
1: okay oh um uh-huh. what's her name uh she's just started touring well I, I I don't know maybe all right let's go ahead who, who is it Kate Bush oh no 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 no, no. sorry yeah. somebody else I would yeah. say it before but yeah Kate Bush all is... thanks, thanks to uh Stranger Things thanks to Stranger Things yeah so this is someone who's been
0: I believe three times nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame uh people love her personally when it comes to these quirky female singers I'm far bigger on Bjork personally but I would love for Kate to get in and I don't ever remember in my entire life and I'm an old man in the mid-six as you'd like to say and thank you for that
2: Mm -hmm.
0: of my life of the middle six uh, for those wondering what that means, I said, I oh, always said I was in the back nine. And that says, oh, middle six. Sounds better. <laughs> He's right. Uh, but Kate Bush has been, it's like she's being rediscovered. Now, to be fair, what does this mean for the voters?
1: It may, it may, it, it may mean, because there's there's been some talk I've heard uh, from people who are on the committee that mm-hmm. a lot of people who want to vote for Kate Bush when she's on the ballot, but they don't because they don't think she has a shot. And they want to put it towards people they think will actually help them get in. If they think Kate Bush has a shot to get in, she may get a lot more support than she has been.
0: And that's what I see sort of here. Also, could this now trigger when they do the fan vote? Because she's probably going to be nominated again,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, I would think.
1: Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I I don't see why not. I mean, they've had so many women get in in the last couple of years. I presume we're going to see Diana Ross or Cher... Uh, and I don't see why I wouldn't see Kate Bush. And, again. and shares the person she
0: beat out for the oldest person to do that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So and, and yeah. I mean the top the top two vote getters this year were both w- were well, you and Pat Benatar. Oh, were they? Okay, I knew. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so the top uh, two, the top two for the people got in were Eurythmics, who are again a band not just of women, but has a female lead singer, and Pat Benatar.
0: And I think to your point, Evan, I think when some people hear this, they might think, okay, well. Maybe I'm not wasting a vote. Mm -hmm. Maybe other people are going to do that. And we don't know what the vote tallies are. We have no clue. But this can't hurt. Now,
1: it'd be cool if they just gave us, like, the order that people ended in.
0: We'll never do that. They'll never do that. Yeah. I mean, we just sort of, like, went through the last least transparent with the hockey hall. We don't know what the hell they were thinking. They got together that morning and then decided a couple hours later. Yes, that is true. Allegedly. I don't know. Allegedly. But, but yeah, so like that, that's ends my elevator up elevator down. I don't have any elevator down, although I do want to get your opinion. Uh, I almost wanted to say two people indirectly, but I'm not sure. Uh, today, a massive trade happened in the NBA. Rudy Gobert is now a Minnesota Timberwolf. And so basically the Gobert Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell experiment is over. They, those who did not want to coexist,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Rudy Minnesota gave up a lot for him.
1: Yeah, it, it's now going to be impossible for anyone to trade for Durant. I just want to point that out. So, well, that's so true, yeah. Because if, if Rudy Gobert is worth four picks in a pick swap, it's it's three unprotected first rounders, a pick swap, and they, and a top five protected. 2029. 20, three percent.
0: players, one of them was pretty good.
1: Beverly's good. Yes. But they needed his salary to make it work.
0: Right. Uh, but because I don't So, I'm that much so what
1: it. were you asking? Was it for Gobert's career or?
0: I don't know. I mean, like this Gobert and Mitchell. Okay. Gobert now has a has a shot to be on a big three with Towns and Edwards.
1: Mm-hmm. We, got a, we got a twin tower situation with the best yeah. defensive tower and the best offensive tower, probably. Right. So. Good. Mitchell now this is his
0: team and it's unquestioned mm-hmm. in Utah and you know getting better
1: For now anyway who knows if they're not going to blow it up more because can, can, can I give you can I just give you a corollary on this please before we keep going who's the general manager or who's in charge in Utah right now I have no idea I don't know Danny Ainge oh that's right that's why he was turning on Twitter okay yeah. so what happened in 2013 with the Celtics Danny Ainge hired a young coach mm-hmm. gave him a six-year contract and traded Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett <laughs> he's now gone to Utah gotten a young coach only gave him a five-year contract mm, and, sure. traded, and traded Rudy Gobert well change has got heart problems who knows he's going to be around right but and, tra- and traded Gobert I'm not convinced he's not trading Mitchell He got five draft picks already. There's no man who loves future draft picks more in the history of any sport than Danny Ainge.
0: Former Toronto Blue Jay,
1: Danny Ainge. Although Danny Ainge did, yes, true. Danny Ainge did once try to trade all of those uh, New York picks to Charlotte uh, to try and draft uh, Justice Winslow. And Charlotte turned him down so they could draft Frank Kaminsky. (coughs) So they could have had the picks for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, but they had to draft, but mm. Jordan turned him down because he had to draft Frank Kaminsky. I,
0: I almost had another elevator down, you know, like basketball free agency, but I mean, I don't really, th- he's just coming off his best year, but Miles Bridges. Man, the day before free agency,
1: not a great time to get popped for domestic violence, is it? Did you, you see what his wife did? No, what'd she do? She posted her entries on on instagram good and and a whole thing saying i don't want he like this is what he did to me i don't want these rumors that i'm doing something whatever i just want him to get help and i wanted to leave me and my kids alone and posted like he ruptured my eardrum he like just ru- posted all the pictures to be like you got people are saying crap that i'm making this up or whatever do not defend this man this is what he did good honor yeah uh but it's going to make a lot, plausible deniability makes it a lot harder, and I do think this is a big deal for him because he. Should be. I mean, it should be. I mean, like it's disgusting behavior. Yeah.
0: Uh, anywho, speaking of disgusting behavior, look, we all here. We're going to close out the way we always close out, with Evans' good, the bad, and the ugly of sports,
1: <laughs> Top of the week yeah Um, that was well done
0: come on props
1: it was that was that was the best and Enrico Morricone is like applauding from beyond the grave um
0: so do you want to
1: end with the good
2: no no okay cool we'll start here
0: all right I only know what well I know what one is I just don't know whether it's bad or ugly
1: yeah so uh I'm gonna go with I'll say with the good. We're, I'm just gonna talk about NBA offseason in general. Oh, okay. It is super duper fun. Uh, I yeah. also like the fact that the Celtics traded uh, like their entire bench for Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, like what a of, steal that was! i was like, I got. I'm like, oh, we trade for Malcolm Brogdon. I wonder if we gave up Pritchard or Grant Williams or somebody. No, <laughs> we gave up Daniel Tice. We gave up. Aaron Neesmith, and let me just tell you, Indiana fans, about the Aaron Neesmith experience thus far. He has, he'll do three great hustle defensive plays, and they'll reward him by giving a wide-open jumper that he will shoot off the side of the backboard. He's a a good kid who tries hard, but he's a ways away from making any real, uh, any real uh, thing. Because it's funny, because they drafted him because he was such a great shooter. I don't mind Tice, but yeah. Yeah, and I like Tice, but you make the trade of, that first round pick, if everything goes according to plan, it's going to be like 27th overall, mm-hmm. right? So you get the 27th pick, your backup center, and your fourth wing. And then detritus, no uh, no offense to the families of Malik Fitz, um, who is one of the best celebrators of all time. I mean, like ML car levels of celebrating on the end of the bench. Uh, that trade was absolutely... I don't even know who he was. I don't remember him at all. They signed him like three weeks left in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, And he played a few games towards the end He's a very good dunker But he's like super He was super excited Just to be involved In the playoffs At all Ah so he's a participation trophy guy uh, 100% But he has I mean he was his first chance in the NBA The great thing for him mm-hmm. Is that As part of this trade uh, The Celtics have a habit Of signing these guys To non-guaranteed second years mm-hmm. And so all those guys Stauskas Fitz And The third guy's name I can't remember all have an un- non-guaranteed second year, but their salaries were needed to make this trade work. Mm-hmm. And now because they got traded, their, their contracts get guaranteed for next season. Stauskas, uh, am I rem- misremembering, was he not a top five pick at one point? He was a very high pick, yeah. We uh-huh. signed him in April. It was, it was after we signed Joe Johnson and, okay. and uh, El Farik Aminu. The Celtics had some interesting people on their roster. Taco Fall it was gone like we just we signed a bunch of people
0: for a week. like the name your name yeah. taco how do i not dislike you i can't yeah. or wait that was that double how do i not like you i like you so I like you.
1: but i just have to Uh-oh. say everything's been interesting even down to what's been going on uh with with brooklyn and everything so yeah it's 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 been a lot of fun i very much enjoy it i like the amount of movement everyone's willing to make and the teams who are shoring up uh get i mean the celtics are significantly better team than they were i think milwaukee's a better team than they were um uh i did like the the the, uh warriors to sign vincenzo tonight who i really like so teams are the NBA at the top is getting really, really good, and the bottom is going to be really, really bad. Yeah, but that, that's been the way. But that's the way it always is. Yeah, and then and then you have teams that don't know what they're doing. The New York Knicks and the Washington Wizards. Uh, yeah, imagine clearing a ton of space to sign the forty-third best player in the league, the New York Knicks. So, right, but,
0: but it is fun. It is fun. It, it is a fun. lot of fun. Yeah. It was, so. I, yeah. All right. So what's you, So what's bad?
1: I'm going to stick in basketball. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure that Brooklyn should exist as a franchise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can, I, can I make a prediction right now? Go for it. All right. Brooklyn, no matter what incarnation they are, have a better record next year than they did this year. Ooh, that would be
1: interesting. Yeah, dep- oh, I mean, I, just I think don't remember what our
0: wager is. I think I'm down four or three. I don't remember.
1: I'll I'll, I'll take that bet. All right, done. I, I think it's just hilarious that after all this, Ben Simmons is finally going to get his own team.
0: I don't say, make this just because of Ben Simmons. I just think they were so dysfunctional. It, it's not that hard to get better than what they were. And I, I, I like uh, KD. I like him a lot. But you're going to get only 60, 50 games out of him now.
1: Yeah, I also think it's funny that he wanted his own team and didn't work out. He's like, I'll get traded to either of these two teams and they're the top two seeds in
0: mm-hmm. each
1: conference. I'm either getting traded to Miami or Phoenix. Okay. <laughs> but like Phoenix can't trade Booker to him because of Ben Simmons. Oh no! I guess Booker just got Booker just signed a new contract, so they can now. Yeah. Uh, and bio can't get traded there either because if, for players who are on like the secondary contract after the rookie contract, that's not a max. You can only have one. It, like there are rules about how many you can have on your team at one time. But, and whatever what the is, contract status is, only five in the league. One is Simmons. Others you know, what were What's about Kyrie? Right. Okay.
0: I'm opting in,
1: Kevin. I'm opting out. Yeah, I know
0: that. That was hilarious. That was cold blooded. Yeah, I mean like like and that's that's
1: it perfectly. I mean like he's just saying like I can't play with this guy. James Harden, Kevin uh, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving, one playoff series win.
0: I think this shit matters when it comes to halls of fame. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I think it's going to matter more when we talk about the you know, our United States Athletic Hall of Fame, which you can vote for www I know I'm doing all I'm doing it all staggered, but www dot forward slash usa because only the greats of the greats. So I mean, like let's look at, let's look at these three: Durant, Harden, Kyrie. Well, let's forget Kyrie. Durant and Harden are they like the best of the best? Durant, I think, will always have that legacy of. When the going gets tough, Kevin gets going.
1: Yeah, at at this point, they're both getting Kenny Lofton syndrome. We're all right. Don't worry about them. No, Kenny Lofton. Where they're on a new team every. Oh shit! I
0: thought Kenny Loggins.
1: Oh no, no, Kenny
0: Lofton. (laughs) That
1: was. I was very confused. I'm all right. Don't. I would pay Kenny Lofton money to hear him sing. Sing karaoke, Kenny Loggins. I think that'd be hilarious. Uh, no, but Kenny Lofton. But yeah, <laughs> Kenny Lofton would. Yeah, I mean, five bucks is still money. Um, uh, but Kenny Lofton at the end of his career, I still swear Kenny Lofton didn't get any love for the Hall of Fame at all because he was just Susan on the at what the
0: end.
1: Yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant, was next team will be his fourth team in like five years, six years. Oh Jesus, that's true. Right, and Harden's now on his third.
0: Right. Uh Durant though, he's got the better resume than Harden. Oh, 100%. He's got oh. two
1: championships. But Harden though, oh, man. It's but Durant, Durant Durant has two championships as a and the reputation of being someone who can't win on his own. He had to go to Curry's team to win and that bothered him. So he got his own team and his own team
2: mm-hmm.
1: got swept by a team who has two best players are 25 and 24 in the first round. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. uh, There, there's something to be, uh, though it's not like Kevin Durant was bad in the playoffs.
1: No, he's, he's fine. But there's, there's just something. Here's a hundred percent outplayed by Tatum in that round though. Yeah, he was, he was Uh, Durant is, I don't know. He's also the, he's a, he's a weird dude. I think he doesn't doesn't seem like a good dude. He's coming off as being like, he's the weirdest guy in a team that includes Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. There you go. Okay. That's
0: true too. So you got these three. I mean, I think there was actually some people were posting like, here's our dream three. Okay. They haven't even played a game together. It looks like they never will. Mm Hmm. Ben Simmons. I mean, I don't wish Ben Simmons bad. I just don't have any confidence in him
1: at all. So where's the funniest place that Durant can end up? Portland. Well, oh, that would be pretty good. I think Oklahoma City is actually the funniest place to end up. <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and Kyrie, Kyrie to the Lakers would be oh, fantastic. Yeah, that,
0: perfect. perfect. Oh, LeBron, I- Gene, do it. Do it. See how that works out.
1: The problem with that is the the well, I mean, when it comes to Kyrie, they may just have to buy him out. It's only one season, right? And and then he gets go wherever they want. But they they need they want at least a first round pick back for him. But but if you're getting five first round picks for Gobert, like how many first rounders are you gonna get? I don't know. Like that. That's. Because they were talking in Boston, like if Boston traded a couple first rounders and Jalen Brown and whatever filler, that was probably the best offer that that Brooklyn was going to get. Not the Celtics would do it. No, that might have been the best offer. Might have been the best offer they're going to get in terms of player they could take and everything else. Mm -hmm. But if you're getting five first rounders for Gobert, I just I don't know know what Minnesota was doing. I don't either. I mean, like. Well, they're, they're going all in
0: and I appreciate the balls they're showing, but eh.
1: this is a franchise. There's a history of making poor decisions. It is.
0: It is. And I I just don't see this going well for them just because they're Minnesota.
1: Yeah. That's, that's the thing about the NBA. And I know it's hard for certain teams to get players just because if you have the choice of going to Miami or Detroit, no offense, Detroit, you're probably going to Miami. Right, it's like Boston has the same problem, right? Yeah, but like, Boston
0: has a culture,
1: right? That is true. Yeah, we're, we're I mean, f- that, but the, but the we don't really get free agents. I mean, Al Horford's by far the biggest free agent he's ever signed with the Celtics. To me,
0: like the biggest wet fart of free agency is or or trading whatever John Wall to the Clippers. Wall's done. He is done.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, Bradley Bradley Beal of the Wizards is also hilarious because are you Bradley Beal's been the best player on that team for years at this point, right? And yeah. what have they won? Nothing. So I don't know what they're doing either. Mm-hmm. All
0: right, so here I know what the ugly is, and it's goddamn ugly, and it's confusing, and man, if. I'm not an anti-capitalist like yourself, but I am with this.
1: Yeah. So, back in the good old days, no. Um, <laughs> back in the good old days, we had onion belts. Sorry. This all started, honestly, in 19, like, ninety-two,
2: mm-hmm.
1: when Penn State decided to join the Big Ten. Right? And Florida State joined the ACC. And the only... The only non-affiliated teams were BYU who's since joined the league in, in Notre Dame, right? Uh, University of Connecticut, by the way, is also currently unaffiliated in case somebody feels like picking them up. Um, uh, and I do think it's funny that all this realignment's happening in Notre Dame. Is just like, cool, <laughs> we'll be here by ourselves. Thank you very much. Um, but the Big Ten used to have a rule. That In order to join the Big Ten, you had to be in a school that had, was in a state that bordered the Big Ten. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Right. Which is why they got, when they got Penn State, they could get Maryland and once they had, and Rutgers because they bare, bordered on that end, and they could get Nebraska on the far end, right? That used to be the rule. I just didn't know Nebraska bordered Southern California.
0: Well, just the tip. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, boy. Uh,
1: yeah, UCLA and USC are joining the Big Ten. I did not see that coming. It was out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, on the heels of Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. And I, I'm actually very much looking forward to that because I can't wait for Texas to go 2-9 two and, two and <laughs> every single year. It is funny. Now the Arch Man, Arch Manning, is going there. Um, Sorry, Longhorn Dave. Oh, my God. That... <laughs> they left the Big 12 because they had their own network, and then we're getting their pants beaten by TCU and Rice. So, right? Like, I just I don't know what this is going to do. I actually do. We well, know what this is going to do. What's it going to do? I'm going to end I, I up with a. Good. We're going to end up with like a 32 to 40 team and NFL style league with everybody else just playing NCAA football.
2: wait, wait. wait, wait. <sighs>
0: I do miss sort of the old days when at least, okay, you're going to schedule your, a couple non-conference and you got to play each other in your round robin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're now going to have like two super conferences. And, they're
1: gonna, they're, and Clemson and Miami and Florida State are... Well, they're, they're the next to go. Are, are moronic if they don't take it. Uh, sadly, yeah. I mean, like, and
0: I'm a moron because I'm going to keep watching because I love college football. And yeah, I know kidding. how disgusting it
1: is yeah I, I i just don't care enough about college football yeah no well good on you you got but, better principles than i do i had nothing to do with principles i so just i don't know yeah. but like boston college syracuse uh oregon state uh and and even that's, the Col- that's the other thing too, right? like washington Arizona. they're gonna take off yeah washington and oregon are gone right yeah But, like, when this all comes to – the schools are naming, like, when it's all said and done, Vanderbilt, Kentucky, uh, Oklahoma State, Mm -hmm. these schools are not getting in. They're all getting left behind. Well, no,
0: Vanderbilt's already in the SEC.
1: That league's going to fall apart. Vanderbilt's going to be left – believe me, they're going to eliminate these leagues altogether, create one big one, and those schools – I
0: see what you're saying. Okay, yeah.
1: Duke – Wake Forest, these schools that think they're important because they're good at basketball. Louisville. No well, if, if
0: they if they think that, then they're stupid not reading ceilings.
1: Right. But I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be like thirty two teams. There, there are what between the leagues now there's something like seventy two. Forty of those teams that think they're in the big oh, leagues are not going to be. There's over a hundred. No, I'm talking just the big. Oh, five.
0: oh, okay, yeah.
1: I think it's. I think it's. I don't I even
0: remember know anymore. How many
1: I yeah. think it's seventy-two or something like that. And then but, you
0: have Notre Dame that uh, is just grandfathered into this sweetheart deal, right? Relevance.
1: Notre Dame's gonna. If Notre Dame sees the shifting tea leaves, they're in because the, that conference will make space for Notre Dame. Anyone would. Yeah. yeah. But like Indiana and Purdue, sorry guys. Northwestern. Oh yeah, Northwestern, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, we're we're we uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin, like we're we're cocking Wisconsin, maybe the Cutler.
0: Wisconsin's good.
1: Yeah, but that's what we're looking at when this is all said and done.
0: Yeah, this is. I think you're right. We're gonna see that not not just in our lifetime, within this decade.
1: We're gonna see this. The the the, the rights are up in what four years? Yeah. But we'll Nick Saban's worried.
0: But Nick Saban's worried about uh, maybe that Dion's m- making the payoff.
1: Fuck off! Yeah, we're gonna see this in five years.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: It's ridiculous. It's it's insane. But like, it, it's not just ugly. Like for you, good, bad, and ugly. It is,
0: colossally confusing because we don't know where this is going, and it's not going to be good. The only thing I like about this is at least some people are making. At least the kids are making
1: something. Yeah. And, yes. you, and all those people complain about that. Go,
0: go sit on a pen. Absolutely, absolutely. Debate me, debate me, bro. Debate me.
1: Do the kids say that? I don't know. Tucka 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 tucka. tuck-a. <laughs> nice. I I love I, that's one of my favorite movie lines. Even though it's just that, because it's a, I love it because it's a dated reference about making a dated reference, and it makes me and feel. It still works, and it works for us. Yeah, oh. it makes me. It makes me feel ap- appropriately my age. So.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, with that, kids, we bring the Hall of Fame show to a close. Uh, we have I've already promoted all the stuff that I do, but except for one thing. Hey, Evan, did you know I wrote a book? Book. Yes, <laughs> book. By the late, great Chavo Guerrero Sr. Check that out uh, on Amazon. Chavo Guerrero, Guerrero, easy for me to say. Incident Classic. Sounds good. Yeah, so... I'm pretty proud of that, and uh, there's a lot of other shows coming up. Uh, Vinny and I, we just uh, he, he gave us he gave me a new one. John Bralier. he he was one of the first ever paid uh, football players. Okay. Yeah, so we looked at that on Vinny makes the Hall of Fame before.
1: Is 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 Nick Saban opposed to him?
0: <laughs> I don't know. That's altogether possible. Uh, so he, he gave us that, so that's pretty good. Also, too, the last one he did about Frank Zamboni's up. So. Nice.
1: I think Zamboni is a very hard person to argue is not as not being in the hall. Absolutely. think just people for contributors, you need people who had a massive impact on a sport and I have the guy who invented the shot clock in basketball and the guy who made it so you could actually skate a full hockey game and hockey yeah. have to be on those lists.
0: And Zamboni is in multiple halls of fame. The United States Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh the Figure Skating Hall of Fame, I think the Speed Skating Hall of Fame, and the Inventors Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So we are actually argued, or I, I put out a the theory, I think if, if uh, Frank was a Canadian, he'd be in already.
1: Yeah. Well, we haven't elected an American in, you know, since 2015, so. Well, there you go. So there's that.
0: Uh, also, too, on how the hell did this go number one, Andrea, Brad, and I, we just looked at, what the hell did we look at? I don't remember what we looked at.
2: Well, we look at
0: something. I know. I can tell you what we're looking at next week. We're looking. We're looking at LMFao party party anthem. Party that anthem. is my son's
1: favorite song right now. Yeah, Outcast is his favorite band, but that's that and uh, Crazy by Charles Barkley. Yeah, it, we're, so we're going
0: to look at a really good song that it was pretty easy to see why it went. But what the hell happened to them after? Where are they? They're a two hit wonder, right? Pretty much. I'm sexy and I'm no, and I know it. That's about it. Oh, we looked at right said Fred. That's what we did.
1: Oh, speaking of sexy and knowing it. Yes.
0: That's probably why that triggered. So we did that. Poor so pussy, was, well, poor pussy cat. <laughs> sexy for that. And unfortunately, Brad decided that he, since he was too sexy for a shirt, he took off his shirt. I chose not to sort of scare the viewers. I did not take off my shirt. Was, was that so sexy it hurt your eyes? <laughs> I don't know the, I don't know so much that it was just something I didn't need to see. Mm. Andrea has seen that before, but that's another story for another time. And oh, with no. that, hey, <laughs> I guess so. I mean, maybe is poor Andrea. I don't know. I have to ask her that. But with that, kids, wherever you are, wherever you may be, stay safe, everyone.
2: All right. Take care, guys.